Yeah, I, I'm Jackson. I have zero experience with carpentry. I studied at a school for historic preservation in Boston and learned about how things were built you know, 250 years ago. There's a long way to go. I'm nowhere near the top. Not that I thought I was, but there's so much more to do out there. Welcome back to the Passion for Craft podcast episode. Today we're talking about neoclassicism, the one classicism. Go ahead. So the matrix, um, the matrix. Neoclassicism can be the reason we're talking about this is because it can be confusing because there is a neoclassicism in uh, after the Georgian period, going into the federal period, a kind of a new classicism. So by definition, neoclassicism is new classicism, right? And so, um, and then you have another neoclassicism around the turn of the century, 1900s, as McKean, Mead, and White, and a bunch of those guys reintroduced classicism. And so uh, would you consider yourself a neoclassicist as well in the modern day? Um, because you're reintroducing classicism in a lot of ways. Yes, maybe kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of cool. So this (laughs) comes up because we'll we'll talk about Thistle Hill, which we're doing a restoration there now. And we say, or or the Kell house up in, up in uh, Wichita falls. We did before that. I didn't even say you'd say it's neoclassical. Okay. Well, why would you say it's neoclassical? Well, because it is a, you know, temple front without the pediment, you know, you've got the, the strong emphasis of the columns, the entablature, and, and it's, it's that, uh, that classical style, right? Now put this, let's put this in context real quick. So you've got, you know, Georgian federal Greek revival. Okay. Georgian federal and Greek revival are all classical. Okay. Inspired from different things. And then we go into Victorian, Gothic revival, Second Empire, you know, Queen Anne, all that Gothic stuff. Then you go into arts and crafts, okay? And then you go into period revival and then modernism. Now, what happens right at the end of the Victorian era in the 1890s to 1910, which was when McKean, Mead, and White, those architects in, the, in, uh, in New York, started doing their put, their, put their architecture firm together, um, is they started practicing classicism again. Okay, so if you think of a Queen Anne house like the, like uh, McFarland House here in Fort Worth, which is this you know a mix of all these French and you got turrets and you've got you know all these different things going on there, this real eclectic blend of all these different styles, right? That's Chateau esque. It's it's you know it's French. It's it's all these different things. They're there's that house is awesome. There's classical elements there in that there's a column and a pedestal, but it's not like Thistle Hill. It's not this stronger classicism where the the you know that strong temple you know front coming out mm-hmm. is dominant, right? And so, wait, what house was that other one? That was sick. I've never seen that one before. That's McFarland. That's right over here on on Penn Street. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. Pick your game up. <laughs> My bad. That's awesome. I really like that house. It's kind of so, quirky and fun. So, um, That's crazy. So again, Georgian. Okay. And, and, and there's two classicisms. So there's the neoclassicism that is discovered uh, by Robert Adam in Pompeii and all the things that are going there. It was a new classicism. Okay. When they were inspired, when the Grand Tour guys were inspired by Italy and Rome. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
they went back and designed their buildings based on the exterior of these buildings, okay? So Georgian houses tend to be very strong and heft and bold and, and thick and everything else. Robert Adam discovers Pompeii, okay? Mm -hmm. Pompeii was being excavated. Pompeii was the Roman city that was basically covered in ashes by the Herculaneum volcano, basically froze everything in time for 2,000 years, okay? When they started excavating it, started they found it because the king of Naples was going to build him a palace, and they discovered this city underneath everything, and they started digging away. Well, you can imagine. No way. Imagine if if America right now or if Fort Worth, Texas, just got covered in dust, and then because of time and everything, got forgotten for mm -hmm. two thousand years, and then got rediscovered. Imagine the treasure hunters that would come here and the the things that they would be trying to find. Well, Bass Hall. that's what was going on yeah. at, at Pompeii is they were trying, they, they began to rediscover this. And what they discovered as a part, as well as all the treasures and everything was that this was what the, what the uh, real Roman interior looked like. No. And way. they were like, wait a minute, it's not this way. It's not like the exterior of their buildings. It's very different. And so there's all these color and there's all this decoration mm -hmm. and things are light and dainty. And look at the the motifs and the and the other things that they were using for for design elements. That's what our that's what our new interior should look like. So was and this so, was this found as a result of like is this a photo that was preserved? So that why they did the neoclassicism, <laughs> the new classicism is they rediscovered what classical world looked like in reality. Now, what was your question? I don't think it you mattered forgot. before or after. No, it matters. How did they figure this out? <laughs> How did they, like, did they find, like, is this a, a drawing of a room that they found? Yes. So they, like, dug in and were like, oh, cool. That had blue yeah, on they it. Found, they found it. This is. This, that, or this, did they find the picture? Okay, that's that, what it that's looks it, like. Right? Okay, that's cool. That's a room. They in found Pompeii. it with color like that? Yeah. That is crazy. And what? Because of and it was, ash. And it was that it. crazy color, okay, bright, brilliant colors, mm -hmm. okay, that made them go, Oh, so oh my gosh, that's the interior of, of a Pompeii. So that that's, a, that's a Pompeian interior. But do we huh. think so? Look, looking at like nowadays versus then, and not to bash, you know, your favorite people, the Romans, but um, <laughs> this looks like you know, and you know, in downtown Fort Worth, some of the buildings have painted on mm -hmm. exteriors. Trump Loy. This looks yeah, Trump Loy. Yeah, this this looks Trump Loy. Donald's cousin. Donald's cousin. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I certainly understood the perspective, right? And they they they, they did that thing. But, but I'm asking, like, drawn on instead of them actually having columns on the inside. It it's it, it's it. I don't look at it as good or bad. Uh -huh. I mean, because it's done so cheesily mm -hmm. today, I don't look at it positively. Yeah. But when I see the way it was done historically, I, I have an appreciation for yeah. it. But we don't have good examples of it, so it makes us so. Well, it's kind of cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of Customers want, you know, cherubs on their ceilings and do cheesy things like paint their dog and their kid up on the ceiling. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just like, <laughs> and, and the perspective and the drawings aren't very good. And so you're just like, yeah. I remember uh, we did a house where the they painted a wallpaper. They did a hand painted wallpaper thing. So they spent twenty or thirty thousand dollars on a custom hand painted wallpaper, but it was just terrible. Mm. The, pers oh. the the proportions were bad. The perspective was bad. The house as it was redrawn was bad. It was just like, ugh. Anyway. But the goal of this was just to make it feel bigger on the inside without actually having the square footage, right? 
I don't know if they, you know, to throw all your square footage, price per square foot stuff out the window. We don't think that that's how really they thought about building okay. back then. And so it was, it was, it was a, a, we believe purely an effort on their part to create a beautiful interior. Cool. Now they might've been looking at Egyptian models. They might've been yeah. looking at Greek models. They might've been looking at who knows where their inspiration came from, mm -hmm. but this is what they did. Now, next slide. Oh yeah! No. Right oh next yeah! To the courthouse. Yeah. It was fake. It was drawn yeah. on. Uh huh. No. <laughs> they did that during the same period. They they were redoing downtown. Trump low. But that all that all that uh, without that decoration and drawing on there, that building was an ugly, ugly building. Um, so wow. <laughs> so Robert Adam Whoa. okay goes to Pompeii. This is the kind of house that he started designing. Okay, that's cool. Well, it's crazy, right? I mean, you're crazy. Look, look at those colors. You got lime green. You got pink, like bubblegum pink. Mm -hmm. You got, you know, the, that sky blue. The, you oh, got these I thought it was just red. I thought it was just the screen. That's bubble. Okay, I'm seeing the real colors. You're seeing the real. Colors. I've been given a little bit of grace here. Okay, I thought it was. I thought it was like a nice light blue and then a nice solid red. But you'll still see like designers now, like they'll use quirky, yeah. funky colors. Yeah. There's like a whole style behind that. But look at in the column on the left, right? That decoration and that kind of that light, dainty drawing. I think it looks yeah. good on the ceiling. I don't think it looks good on the column. Look, I mean, I look at this and go, wow, that's way too much. I mean, are you kidding me? But um, I, 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 I say that back to our point of topic. This is neoclassicism, right? So the federal period, the Adam-esque period in, in England it is neoclassical because of the new discoveries that were going on. Now, Greek revival comes along, and Greek revival is inspired because of the new f of of the Greek uh, uh, War of Independence. Because we're the Ottoman Turks are letting Americans travel into Greece, and we can actually look at Greece, or letting people into Greece. And so, you know, Greece gets their independence, and we have this whole Greek revival movement. Yeah. Then you go from probably 1850. Um, until about 1890, where it's all Victorian. Second Empire, Queen Anne, all the just crazy Victorian stuff. And so they forget about the classical period because if you think of Georgian Federal and Greek Revival mm -hmm. are all very cl classical, okay? Inspired from the Greeks and the Romans. The Victorian period is inspired from French, Egyptian, Gothic, everything, mm -hmm. right? It, it, it's a, a amalgamation of everything. McKean, Mead, and White, okay, as an architectural firm, begin to uh, redraw things. So the Pantheon, which is the most famous architectural, you know, building in Rome, okay, mm -hmm. the Parthenon is the temple in Greece. The Pantheon is the temple in Rome. Yeah. It is this building, okay, yeah. with that pedimented form in the round dome, mm -hmm. okay? They begin to sh do this over and over again. Monticello is is uh, is based on this form. Dallas Hall at SMU yeah. is based on that form. Yep. Uh, um, MIT has a building like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, who was doing all that? McKee, Mean, and White. They were the ones that start this neoclassicism again mm -hmm. in the early 1900s. Okay, and so you see these kind of buildings where this these classical forms are reintroduced. And so the Kell House, Thistle Hill, um, and look at some of those other houses that were on Quality Hill 
next to next to Thistle Hill. Mm. I mean, that's a neoclassical house. Look at that temple front coming out from the, from that thing, right? Even look at that water tower, just all out of brick. And that's complete. That's gone, right? It's gone. Yeah, and torn down. And there's other houses, right? I mean, over and over again, we see this this temple form, this this neoclassicism is what I'm calling it, right? Happening again, and so. The point is, the point of this talk was to try to clear up the confusion between neoclassicism and neoclassicism. Thanks for right? really clearing that and one. So, <laughs> and so, you know, and today, as Jackson was alluding to, we're kind of relearning the classical language and stuff like that. So is it a neoclassicism again, 100 years later? Maybe. I, I'm not sure yet, but... Yes. Um, I'm right. <laughs> you don't have yes. major house forms with, with, with things like this. Aren't you building major house forms? I'm a lonely voice in the desert. Does it have to start with one? You, I mean, you're referencing McKean, Mean, and White, and you're referencing Robert Adams. Like, you know, you're referencing these one-offs. Any case, maybe I, that, that's 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 flattering. Okay, to, humble to think, guy, to think that you're saying that, but that's not really accurate. Nope. So, I, I, you know, I was doing, I was at a board meeting yesterday, and they're talking about um, just kind of purpose in life, and and one of the purposes I feel is that and God has placed me here to uh, make architecture beautiful okay weird thing um, and so what I started doing was building okay if, if someone wanted to be a master builder someone said to me the other day instead of doing one-on-ones consulting you ought to do like one on 10 and one on 20 and invite people into you know conferences where where if I had a one-day conference okay building conference and you know would anybody show up if i walked them through you know a a bunch of different things so what would i walk them through if i look at my career my life you know i had kind of three different areas of expertise that i had to learn Mm -hmm. there's the preservation piece like you know this historical you know how was it built what was the historical method of doing it what was the preservation how would i rebuild that today okay then there was about a 10-year period of classicism where I, w- I was learning, uh, you know, how the columns goes together with the entablature and what those even words are and stuff like that. And then the last 10 years, it's been the build science piece, right? Just learning this thing. Now, so there's three areas of building expertise that I think I could teach on. There's uh, The other piece of it, though, is the hard and soft skills of, you know, managing people, talking to clients, doing sales, portfolio, which we talked about, you know, the marketing piece, you know, how are you wired? How are you bent? And so I would love love it if there was like a group of questions that you could send them and they fill out these surveys, you figure out what personality style they are, you figure out kind of where they're gifted and things like that. Mm -hmm. And then you have, you know, an hour long thing where you sit down with them, say, you know, tell me what's going on with your business. Tell me, you know, what things you're struggling with. Hey, this is who you are. This is the kind of person you need to help or find to help you, you know, get better because there's like, I'm a, I'm passionate and I care a lot about the details, but I'm not a numbers person. And so there's going to be guys that are going to be numbers guys that aren't, uh, don't care about beauty that much. And so fleshing out a team so that you can do well, but also giving them the information and having them bring plans and really make it, valuable time so everybody can learn and so yeah. it's it's just the question to me the question in my mind is is the reason i was bringing that up is because i feel like in that first section that historical section there is a 
understanding of architectural styles in America that I had to learn and it took me a long time to learn. And, uh, um, I think it's something people need to like you guys looking at that and say, well, what style is that? And and almost pulling up any style today, right? <laughs> there, there, there is no style. Okay. And so there's a lot of copies of past yeah. things, but you know, most houses built after 1960 have no style. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're, they're, they're ranch, right? Maybe they're strong. Like my house built in 62. It's not really strongly anything. Okay. It isn't even strongly ranch. It's a low, 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 long house with a low pitched roof. That's about the only way it's ranch. Maybe bushcraft. And so <laughs> just <laughs> a more, a little bit of bushcraft. Function. bushcraft yeah. So, um, there, there, we're going back to and talking about neoclassicism and stuff like that. But the fact is, there is no style today, and I think that that is a fascinating, you know, cultural statement about that we build things that that aren't any any darn they haven't been designed. Mm -hmm. We're we're building things that They're, have just been assembled. I, I jokingly said that thing. that bushcraft comment, but I was kind of serious. Like when you you think of those bushcraft guys, just well, let's make a structure. I yeah. kind of feel like that's how our houses are now. I couldn't agree more. Just make a structure. Well, I did a video in. on building <laughs> from the inside out that the way houses are designed today, someone says, well, I need a big kitchen and I want an informal living. Oh, and I need my master, but I want it separated from the kids' rooms and, you know, and we need a library, okay? And so the architect is, you know, grabbing these parts and pieces and then, yeah, it's like Bill, a logic puzzle too. It's like Jenny is friends with Beth, but can't be friends with Anne. It has to be, and you're like, okay, so they want it detached, but they want this in you know? And so, but what happens is you design the floor plan first, and then they go, what style do you want? Well, I, something traditional, or you know. And so all of a sudden, this form grows up out of the ground, and and, and it's just like, wait a minute, what even is that? Like so a monster. Where's the front door? What's going on? Why is there no organization? Why hasn't this been put together well? Well the reason we have ugly houses today because we've forgotten how to do that mm -hmm. and so it's crazy to me that we're building houses that that have no style yeah Ugh. yeah totally it's uh, frustrating all the time. well yeah i'm just so confused like i would love i just hear you talking about like people don't know how to identify the styles today and um one of my my new employee he's really big into the passion for craft podcast he's been loving it but um, he'll text me randomly and go, what style is this? What is this? Like, is this a good house and all this stuff? And I'm like, I wish there was like a flashcard set out there that would be like, <laughs> what style is this house? Well, it's this. And then you flip it over and you're like, it's this because this, oh, this that would this. be like, I think that'd be so helpful. That would be awesome. I'm, like, I'm trying to figure it out right now. Same. I'm like, you get, just gave me the book. Um, whatever for my birthday American last houses. year. Yeah. It's field guide to American houses. Virginia um, McAllister. It's a must have. I've been reading it and it's been awesome because I'm like, oh, I know to look for this shape when I'm talking about this house. And like, I'm making flashcards currently like for me. But, it, Dude, but, that'd it, be cool. but it's hard to, um, even for me, like, like a lot of people send me, what style is this? What am I, what is this? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times you have to go, you know, tilting your head, kind of going, well, <laughs> I guess I need to know a few more facts because sometimes you just can't tell. Yeah. Like, uh, well, when was it built, right? And and, and sometimes that will help you, you know, wrap around when mm -hmm. it when it's supposed to be. But it's hard. It's hard to do. Yeah. And that it's confusing. Yeah. 
Especially if it's, I mean, you already said like the houses we build are like the early American crap period, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, really like, what do you, what do you call the style? No style. Early like, American crap. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. No, it's a, uh, um, culturally it's a problem and it, and it, look, it would be great if there was, uh, if we could go back to a neoclassicism, the problem is the the neoclassical houses that are built today are a mess i just did my wednesday video um this last week and, and i was driving through highland park on the way home from a job that we just finished um and i just i just had to stop the car and take pictures i was just mm -hmm. like what in the world and people send in these design videos and they can't get the columns right they can't get the columns right on million dollar houses yeah three five eight million dollar houses and they've got these classical elements that are just a joke they're that's a nice way of saying it they're just ill-informed right they're just they're they're just not executed very well they're not designed very well if they even have been designed well that's the other question about it like to i mean okay so practically you're a builder right and you have a client who's gives you the logic puzzle of i want this but not that this and not that um and then you're wanting to imprint your design on it because you're like, this is my work. I want to make sure I'm proud of it. Um, and then the client's like, I want these set of things. How do you practically go about doing that? Do you start with the outside of the house and go, hey, this is what your house is going to look like. Or this is, here are some options for what your house could look like. Then taking that, if this is what your house is going to look like, here's the two floor plans if you're doing a two-story home. You've got your bottom floor, which you can put, and then you like kind of play with it there. You are you are logically putting together the way it should work. Mm -hmm. Okay, oftentimes, well, I don't see it happening very much. Um, in that, um, I don't think there is the uh, uh, knowledge of the architects and designers that are doing this house that would understand that if you really want to do a ranch house, it's probably not two story. You know, if you want to do the historical, you know, Western California, Texas ranch house mm -hmm. with the low slung roofs and the, and the, you know, the, the, the layout with the courtyards and things yeah. like that. There's not many architects or designers who go, okay, well, if we're going to do that form, you know, it's going to be hard to sell a second floor on mm -hmm. that thing. Oh, okay. Right. Or, you know, if I want something, you know, asymmetrical, okay, mm -hmm. then you're probably talking more of a cottage, right? Than, than something that is, that is very formal and ordered and, and, and laid out and organized on the facade. We're not talking about that. And so, you know, the, uh, then understanding all of the details that go along with a cottage mm -hmm. versus a, a classical house or, or a more refined house and, I mean, the perfect example is the eave detail on a lot of these new houses will be a there be a, a, a rustic house with timbering and the things, and then a, this uh, you know uh, framed eave detail with the closed closed soffit and moldings, and I'm like, why do you? How can you have a timbered house here and a box <laughs> soffit with the return yeah. with the return on a gable end? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. You can't. Those don't go together. So those they don't understand all the parts and pieces that go together towards that historical mm -hmm. style so we're practicing designing without understanding all the parts and pieces that go into it our houses don't make sense yeah does that make sense it does yes, make sense how definitely. they don't make sense <laughs> <laughs> um curiously like 
you know, one thing I just keep thinking about is if you gave me a list of like hard and fasts of like ranch style home cannot be two stories, like or ranch style home must have this, 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 can't have this, this. If you gave me a list of all the styles of houses, I could get to put together a program that would go, do you want this on your house? This on your house. And people could literally go and click all the things they want to have on their house. And then you go, we're building a ranch style house. You know what would be crazy? House or whatever house. Is I bet there's some Frankenstein, you know, <laughs> potato head looking weird things that would come out of that. Well, Definitely. that would come out of that for sure. But But I'm saying like, they would come back with a word result of like your house can't exist or well, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 it's very well it's 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 needed okay yeah. it, it's it because we'll have people come to us and say uh, I want a Spanish colonial house okay well what do you mean by that what do you mean by that <laughs> right what what does that mean to you why why are you using those words yeah. And and Who you know, told you these words? yeah, pretty, pretty much. It's like a toddler. Where'd you hear that? Um, the you don't uh, say that again. You understand? And so the uh, Spanish colonial the, two story ranch. Are you done? I had one more. Uh, I lost it. Really? You were saying that they they will come to you with Mr. Potato Head style. Oh oh yeah. Um, so realize that because no one really knows what Spanish colonial is like if, okay, so Spanish colonial, what would that be? Okay. That would be a colony. Okay. That Spain originally settled, right. Maybe in the Caribbean, right. Mm -hmm. If they, if they took one of the islands there, that would be Spanish colonialism. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it'd be right by definitions of the word. Right. Um, but you know, so, so in my mind, that would be, uh, a, uh, rustic, um, simplified, uh, you know, Spanish detailing, right? Because they would have had to like take, stucco. yeah, they'd have taken local stone, local materials, um, local craftsmen to try to rebuild the great things they were doing in Spain. They never would have gotten it quite right because they didn't have the craftsmanship. They didn't have the architects. It was just unsophisticated. Instead, it was, you know, merchants and things like that moving to that area saying i want it to reflect spain and so it kind of would but it really wouldn't mm -hmm. so that's by definition what spanish colonial is now if i said all that in front of the client who just said i want a spanish colonial, yeah no that's not what i want yeah. and <laughs> they would also go but you know that's not what i mean right <laughs> they would go i really mean i want like a you know barrel roof tiles but i want big columns on the front or something or something and so oh. you know just the right the, yeah the fact that we are all using a language that we really don't know what it means yeah it's, right? there's no definite it, like, it, it's just like it's just all these random words and you know hey we, youtube guys that'd be a great youtube video that would get a ton of views like what are you talking about modern architectural language like just simplify like home buyer's guide to architectural language and you just make a video series of like here are house styles this is what this means this is what this means. i've i've uh my friends at at a media um peter miller that does Old House Journal and all those different magazines says the number one question they get is house styles, mm -hmm. and so it is. It is. There you go. Uh, yeah, that'd be a good it video. Is, it is very. Like it. But the problem is, I don't know. It had to be him. <laughs> the problem is, it's I'm this, one of the ones who wrote in. It's, it's, it's this soup of words. Okay, yeah. and um, there's if you 
if, like if we just said, okay, let's take on all the classical stuff, pilasters and tablatures, architraves, you know, put it over there. That's all classical. Well, those things are also used in Spanish colonialism, mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, oh, okay, that, well, so I got to put that. I, <laughs> I don't think the video is that necessarily. And like, if you get there faster, good luck. Um, but what I'm saying is like the video could very well be like, today we're talking about what is a Mediterranean home? All right, here are some things that are typical in a Mediterranean home. That's These type a of good windows, video. this type of plaster, this type of thing. Like, this is what you'll see commonly referred to. You hearing that, Austin? Home. You That's like some, that idea? Uh, I like that a lot. And then you go, these are some things that are typical in a colonial-style home. But you would even go, like, more, like, you go as broad as possible, and you say, here's some other names you might hear for Victorian. Queen Anne, this thing, this thing, this thing. These are the things. And then at the end yeah. of the video, you do a too-long-didn't-read. So overview, Victorian fancy a lot of decor a lot of this queen anne specifically this this thing specifically this so thing. i the, the, my, ne my next buildings and brews were going to be a deep dive into the different architectural styles that would be helpful uh english tudor and then mediterranean because think about mediterranean why is it called mediterranean because it's on the mediterranean yeah. okay well well you got spanish mediterranean you got french mediterranean you got italian mediterranean Greece. you got greek mediterranean yeah. so you got all these different mediterranean things you know what do they have in common what's going on there so Anyway, there, there's there's a lot of good, interesting stuff there, you know. But I think you should make those videos. I really like. I really think those videos would be solid. Like the problem right now, what you keep saying is the problem is no one has a language for it, and it's literally like you're saying uh, no one knows how to build good houses right now. It's like, well, the perfect thing for a company would do is to go in and build good houses. It's like that's the same kind of problem. So. You know, it, it all started, okay, and we're going to look at a bunch of houses here in a second, The but it all started in the Victorian period because really? the Victorian period, they, you know, the, the first McMansions were Victorian houses, okay? Really? Oh, for sure. Because you got these eclectic, eclectic, yeah, weird um, conglomerate. Even, even when we were looking at McFarland, uh, it, it is a weird collection of, uh, of parts and pieces, okay? But it works, right? Uh, well, I mean, there might be a clip of me in another episode. Well, I think we've shown this before. There might be a clip of me in another episode going, "Oh, I hate that." Well, I mean, so what's the difference between a McMansion and this house? Okay, well, the, I think this is built good. Yeah, the the materials right are really well done. I mean, it's, it's sandstone. It's 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 all cut and custom made sandstone. You've got copper and copper detailing. And look at those brackets. Well, the copper still looks the good. proportions are right. So the proportions are right. Yeah, right. That's the true. Yeah. the relationship between the column and the pedestal and the balustrade. All of those things are even uh, the slope of the roof and better. Everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so really you know, good. there's there's a lot of stuff in that that. Um, you know, it's it's a beautiful. There's a lot of beautiful details now. But at the same time, it's but at like, the same time, took, what style is yeah, that? Right? Yeah. It, well, Victorian. Uh, like like that dormer window sticking out as a French, you know, chateau esque, you know, lit looking thing. And you could you could flash to chateaus that have that almost exact pet exact dormer, you know, 
thing sticking out of it. But the proportions are really good. Look how small those windows are in that dormer. If you ever heard me talking about dormers, that the windows are you too want a big. Lot and of so, windows in dorm. so uh, <laughs> anyway, so but it starts. You know that McMansion ism starts here because it's 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 consumer led. Okay, it is um, using a lot of house plan books. Um, and and you end up seeing a mismatch of styles that that kind of come together. Is okay. it a bad? Is it bad that I like that style? Because that style is sick, in my opinion. Uh, no, I mean I I've always been attracted to this house, and I've always thought it's interesting. But the more I stare at it, like that bracket, sing, <laughs> the more sticking I stare out, at it. <laughs> si- si- sitting out there holding up that the that roof. That's weird, in my Wait, opinion. Holding up the roof of the chimney. Which one? Holding up the roof above the on entry? the right side above the entry. Oh, oh, or above? No, above no, keep going higher. Left. Yeah, keep going higher. Uh, the, to the left, left, left right, right there. there. No, that, down that bracket, down, right pink there. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah that is a stone. First I, of all, stone can't support like that. Yeah. That's the only thing that I see though that I'm like, that's kind of odd. Because if honestly, if that window just came out a little bit more, if it was like an even come out and it just had a rectangular or a whatever trapezoidal thing underneath. Well, I think it'd look I, great. I don't like how the pedestal on the porch sits up so much higher than the balustrade. Okay, that's the only other thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I think that that hood on that porch is fat. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think it. I think it. You know, there's it's a lot like of a UFO. There's a lot of detail, it but it looks like a UFO <laughs> sitting down on that thing. So, you know. But I also want to go sit in that gazebo. You know what I mean? It's a very inviting house. I'd sit right? there. I've it's, been on this it's, it's, uh, porch. It's, it's pretty nice. Fun. Yeah, and it's, that brick, the brick lines are real tight. Just and look how look how inviting tea. that that porch is, day. right? That that the way your arms sweep down and kind of want to invite mm-hmm. you in. Oh, I mean, that one's really good. It's, it's, it's the slope of that is so cool. Yeah, no, it's 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 really great. Um, okay, let's look at some of these other houses. Big fan. Ooh. <laughs> right, right there's a great example of a victorian house that wants to be everything yeah it I wants mean, to be a castle look at the, the castle right. on the right right it wants to be a temple a taj mahal and this is why left. this is why i was saying that the uh that's that these are, these are the early mcmansions like the because Holocart. because yeah. this Holocart building yeah this looks like <laughs> a um have you seen the uh some if you've ever driven up by the Windstar, right? Yeah. Oh they, yeah. They have, yeah. <laughs> you know, they have Italy. They have they have uh, Florence. They have you know I Rome. They have the, the Colosseum yeah, all across the facade. That. That's what that looks like. That's and so, so it's it's just kind of a mess. This looks like the first ever modern home. It also looks exactly like Thistle Hill it in the layout. Look, I mean, it looks this, like a modern Thistle Hill. Yeah. It does. It looks it like does. it's an AI generated it's, Thistle it's, Hill. It's very. <laughs> uh, I mean, this one's more stoic than the other yes. one, right? Mm-hmm. The other one was all over the place. This one is uh, more serious, right? And so there's not the, the decoration is is contained to a few brackets or something like that at the top mm-hmm. in the eave. But it's, these were all around Thistle Hill. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Isn't that crazy? Because despite that other one having like Taj Mahal features and stuff, I still <laughs> want to see it. Yeah. Man, that would have been cool. Wow, that's crazy. They tore all these down. Yeah. Oh, man. That's now this is, this is, interesting. uh, interesting. Yes, that's a good word. <laughs> it's like a bank in the middle. It does look like a commercial building. I, you know, I think that, you know, there's some, Beaux Arts, which is that French classicism stuff with those bizarre, um, and uh, but it's also 
it's long and low, more like the arts and crafts, more mm-hmm. like, you know, that that kind of I at first glance at this I thought it was arts and crafts, but it's uh it looks mm-hmm. like a commercial building. Um uh, yeah, but got, except like, for that sleeping porch up on the left. Yeah. Um now it's cool. It's interesting. Critch. Come on over to Critch Antiques. <laughs> um so this is a uh and you can sit here you can watch me sit here and go Okay, what is that? <laughs> and um, that's the kind of the point, right? Yeah. It's like, what is it? So this you know? is kind of a four square body, right? And then you got that little porch over there to your left. But that, I mean, that without the thing on the left, that's a typical four square house. Um, the soffit is gigantic. Yeah, right you've got that. those large brackets that 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 give that overhanging soffit. But that dormer looks do we crazy. Think, do we think the side of the house was added on later? impossible to know now it's torn down yeah um yeah it's interesting i suspect that was an open air porch that they closed in later yeah because look at the roof line it just looks to every other roof line is completely enclosed what is that that video game where you have the little mushroom uh guy yeah mario that's what that thing looks like at the top yeah yeah, that's a goomba there are goombas in mario yeah that's That's what what that looks like do you think that austin He's laughing because you didn't know it, Mario. That that is the video game. If there was a video game, that is like the one. Also, because there's. I'm glad I didn't know that. Are you? (laughs) Um, This one's odd too. Has like Tudor influence with the boards and right. Yeah, yeah, and that and that like that dormer doesn't work for me at all. And that mm -hmm. is a weird looking dormer. What's a dormer again? If you guys want to remind me. Or for the audience, you know. We'll yeah. tell the audience. Yeah, for them. It's the, the windows coming Richard. out of the roof. Yeah. It's, oh, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever yeah, there's yeah. something on the roof. But see, they've got a clipped gabled in, okay? So that little... Uh, so instead of a pork chop end, instead of no, a gabled end return, no, the they've got right. a clipped gable. On the far gable. right, instead of that gable going up like this, yeah. okay? Oh, 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 I see. I see. The and top, so that, okay. That, the top of it is kind of is, is angled down. It's yeah. called a clipped dormer. It's like they did origami on the roof. And they've done the same thing on that, that dormer. dormer, but it's it, it, I don't think it's successful. It kind of looks fine over here, but over there it kind of makes it look weird. Yeah, it's... Uh, I would say that this is not a successful house. Isn't that isn't that like clipped, gabled in, just a hearkening back to like the Cotswolds kind of style? It's a cottage element. Cottage I love detail. the cottage. So, yeah. Ooh. Oh. Kind of like that. Mm-hmm. With the swerve window? Yeah, that, that little porch. The protractor that, on the, the porch there. Side of the wall. The... Uh, those two windows, that cool. like that bathroom yeah, that window on the far left, and then the full size window right next to it, looks pretty odd. It looks like there's a door and a window. Yeah, no, it's just it's quirky, off. right? Um, this is a gambrel roof. Okay, the gambrel is that barn. It is there's two pitches. There's the lower pitch, and then there's a, an upper pitch. So that's what's a, the name of it again? Gambrel. Gambrel. It's like that barn, and so this yeah. this kind of looks like a barn that's been adapted. Um, but yeah, that's uh. I mean, to me, this is where that other house was unsuccessful. You know, this house is is very interesting and intriguing. And, is, you know, the fact that I kind of want to sit here and look at it for a while, um, I think, you know, it, it's, a, it's a very interesting, cool house. I don't. Yuck. You don't like it? No, I really don't. Hmm. And I actually like cottage-style homes, so that was kind of shocking. And barns, like barn does. So... Um, 
That thing's weird on the on the the ornament at the very top. Yeah, it feels yeah. like that's the biggest thing in this one. Is like, what the heck are they like, doing? Like that, that just ornament? needs to come down, and it would look. Well, so, so, so there's the the a mission front, okay? Oh yeah, so, right. You've got mission, but you've also got a classical swag there. Uh, Was the that, Alamo a mission? Because uh-huh. it has that yeah. mission front, yeah. And so, um, right, that's that. Maybe Mediterranean, maybe certainly Spanish. Uh, um, you know, top there, mm-hmm. but you be, but the but the French way of dressing those swags over that window is a disconnect. Right, and mm-hmm. so it's 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 just a yeah, it's a disconnect, and so I I, I think yeah. it's an interesting house. I don't think yeah, it's a it really great house. Thanks for helping me with that Alamo thing. I couldn't remember. Um, huh. yeah, huh. <laughs> this one's this one. Honestly, the exposure is doing this one dirty a little bit. You know, like well, the, you can't see the full roof because well, clearly I mean, there's something that's up there. Yeah. Well, so um. But the columns on the front has has got me has got my goat there. That one's a little weird. This Going one looks the like the workmen yeah, are finishing weird. up the house and they're pretty proud of themselves. They're getting their picture taken. And they shouldn't be. They've got uh, the dirt. Yeah, because look the at dirt, the... the dirt still in the front. Yeah, uh, yeah, good eye. Um, maybe scaffolding on that porch. It looks um, like they still got where they're setting the concrete on the front left. But I mean, you know, th- this this has that you know neoclassical front. But it, but it's a. Uh, I mean, again, it I looks mean, like I don't, a bank I don't, front. Yeah, I don't know what style that is, right? I think I, I, I know what period it is, but mm-hmm. I don't know what style it is, and I think that style confusion, you know, starts during that Victorian period when things are, you know, undefinable. Okay, a little St. Peter's action right here. So the the little tower on the right with this, so that they would make it want to be the tower is you know sometimes Italianate, but that one's not really done that way. This is this reads Byzantine to me. Kind of look like a Russian, or kind of uh, what is it? Well, the Russian would be the olive, the the onion top, yeah, thing, and w- which I can see why see, you're thinking see the, that. See yeah. the top left one. Uh huh. That one looks kind of oniony. I, I know it's not. It kind of swerps out, but it's. But this is you know. Late Victorian, kind of a you know odd collection of, of yeah. different details. But uh, anyway, the, the point is, is that all those houses, right, where there's there's you know there's a reason why people it's confusing. There's yes. a reason why we started with the neoclassical, and because neoclassicism happens at a number of different times, and so it becomes confusing when we're sitting there trying to yeah. figure out. Like what's the Cal House? What style you said is the, that? The White House is neoclassical, right? Is uh, that is that? He did say that. He said that at one point. I remember well, that episode. I, well. I, I mean, because we we it's were no style it's, technically. It's neoclassical because of the period it was built in, right? It was after the Revolutionary War. Neoclassicism and federal style starts, you know, um, you know, after that period. But I wouldn't characterize that house as being neoclassical it's much more palladian okay, okay. Mm. which would make sense for uh james hoban who is the irish architect who who came over here and and won that competition but the uh an irish architect yes they're rare they're rare so anyway um but but neoclassical and, and again confusion is built during that neoclassical era First neoclassical era, federal style, mm-hmm. first, but it's not federal style. It's 
palladium. Do you like buildings that are more like in like say like a pure Georgian building or like I know you like Thistle Hill, but what, what, well, what do you prefer like a I neoclassical? Think, I, yeah, or? I think. Well, I, I, I like I one of my favorite places to be architecturally is uh, the UVA campus on the lawn. Okay, it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Now that's a bunch of, you know, early eighteen hundreds, um, you know, Jeffersonian and Palladian buildings, um, and I've said in one of my talks that those some of those houses look very Greek Revival, and someone got on me about that. But the uh, I know they weren't built in the Greek Revival period, but they are in that style. Mm. And so um, I tend to like that. I, I, I think it, my favorite style is Greek revival. I think it's in a very American style, the way we interpreted it. But you like style that doesn't stray from like, like, cause that the, your, yeah. all this stuff is like, well, it has this element, this element, yeah. that, right. or do you like more of a pure form? Well, it, it, I guess I like successful projects. I, I think I, <laughs> I, I could do e either one as long mm -hmm. as it's executed well. Like I don't think McFarland is is Battering bad, yeah. right? But it's a it's a mixed match of styles, mm -hmm. um, but it's a, uh, but I think it works. Yeah, I feel like the what I've kind of learned recently, I guess, is just that there's not really there's there's rules in architecture, obviously, but at the end of the day, if you think something looks good and you end up doing it and it works out. Yeah. I mean, what more can you really ask for? Right. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. Well, cool. Um, well, I, I mean, that surely didn't settle <laughs> too much of the neoclassicism confusion, but it definitely settled a lot of it. Um, I now know what neoclassicism is. I'm actually more confused now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, well, thank you guys for watching this episode of the Passion for Craft podcast. Um, and uh, let us know if you'd like to see a video made on what the different styles of houses are in the comments below. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. <laughs>